Good evening, everybody. We are back. We are back. It is kicking with the crew. I am your host, Matt, with Damon, DeMarco, and Zach. Uh, Trev is on staff duty tonight, so he's not going to make it. Uh, DeMarco is probably sharing the stream everywhere. I'm here, though, y'all. Best believe I'm here. Then you got Zach was making sure his priggle head was covered. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. How's everybody doing tonight? Good. Good, good, good. Man, I like that hat, Zach. I mean, it was a draft hat a couple years ago. I wear it to work and shit. Like it's dirty. Wasn't that last year's? Yeah, it's dirty as hell now. I think this one was like two years ago, I think. I can't wait for them to post out this year's. Yeah, I think think it'll be out in a week like a week. Yeah, they usually send it out pretty soon, don't they? Yeah, Yeah, it comes out like a month, a month or so before the draft. And I order it day one. I always have to have the draft hats. Me too. That's the only hat I buy every year. Yeah, facts. Facts. Man, where's Chad at? Normally Chad's in the comments by now. He ain't in there yet. Yeah, normally, man. Where is everybody tonight? I think he might have forgot that we were coming back. (laughs) You guys took off a week, so we're going. Oh, there he is. There he is. (laughs) Right on cue. Right on cue. He heard us talking about him. (laughs) <laughs> all right so everybody everybody knows that we've been doing our war room um and just to give everybody a little bit of a, a backup um we will be redoing round one um because of the carolina and bears trade um there was a lot of discussions on whether we should or not and hey man chad we'll get there chill um <laughs> hey, hey, Chad, I'm with you, bro. I've been waiting too. Like, what are we gonna hear about this goddamn news, man? But all right, yeah. So, so, so we're gonna redo round one, but we're not gonna redo round one today. All right, we're gonna do redo round one. Uh, probably the next time we have everybody. Uh, today is a special a special feature of our war room where we're gonna be uh, going through free agency. Uh, who we're gonna re-sign? Who we're gonna sign? Uh, kicking with the cruise style off season, who we're going to cut early, not the 53 man roster cuts. Cause that segment's going to come on later. Um, but who do we have that we need to seriously get rid of Chad hint, hint. Um, but yeah, more importantly, let's start with the good news is let's, let's, uh, what are you guys' priority? Who is the first free agent that comes to your mind that needs to, Stick around. That stick needs around? that needs to stick around. Like resign. Yes, one of our own. Or, or I mean, or if you want to think outside the box and go uh, with another guy that you're thinking of, DJ Speed. Yeah, uh, Speed for I, Zach. I know. I know. Demarco sent me uh, our free agent list. Let me go. Let me go get that and save that on the computer and pull it up real quick so that we're not trying to do this right off of our head. No yes, problem, so Damon. Who are you thinking? Yeah, just so I'm not copying Zach, because that was going to be my choice, too. I'm going to say Roddy McLeod. Oh, I don't have it anyway. That's another one that uh, Matt was um, very, uh, was high on, too, that we needed to re-sign to keep with this team, even though we do still have a lot of safeties. Um, so, yeah. Uh, for me, I'm, I want to say Yannick. Yannick. Um, Yannick, I I think replacing nine sacks is kind of difficult. We saw that it was a struggle when we let go of nine sacks before with uh, 
Um, Jesse Houston? No, old boy that went to Tennessee. Can't think of his name. Nico Autry. Nico Autry. And the next year, we didn't have as many sacks. We finally replaced it with Yannick, and I don't. I kind of don't want to see Yannick walk. My personal opinion on that is because we tried to replace Nico Autry with Al-Qadim Muhammad, who was more of a run stopper, who we thought, I guess, was going to turn into Nico. But um, Muhammad is a, <laughs> Muhammad is a is a one tech. I don't know why we would try to replace an edge runner yeah, with a one tech. He's, he's back on the market. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because it didn't, it wasn't gonna work, <laughs> and, and apparently Frank thought the same, or uh, not Frank, but uh, Matt Eberflus thought it would work over there, and it just clearly it didn't work twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, our our notable free agents out there for anybody who didn't know, um, was Parrish Campbell, uh, Ashton Doolin, Matt Pryor, Dennis Kelly, Rodney McLeod, Anik Ndakwe, Bobby Okereke, uh, EJ Speed, Matt Hawk, and Chase McLaughlin. And my biggest uh, free agent to me is Paris Campbell, in my opinion. We need to make sure we get that guy back in the building. Love his speed. Then come back with another bounce back season. Get him on a small deal. Keep him in the building. That's another guy that I would want to keep. So if anybody pays attention on Twitter, uh, it looks like we've already re-signed Paris. He just hasn't announced it yet. That man has given every indication to anyone who's tagged him about re-signing. And all he's given him was that handshake emoji like that man has already resigned. So I don't know, man. According to Jordan Schultz, any free agent that we have drafted right now is pretty much on the market for a big deal in between 12 and 14 million. Literally all of them. None of um, them are. But uh none of them are. Who the the, hell? Hold, on, the hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who is Jordan Schultz? Jordan Schultz is the son of uh, some of big nobody. Time, yeah, the big, nobody. I'm uh, owner of the, all the Starbucks or whatever. So he's a nobody. Yeah, he's an NFL. He's an NFL insider. He gave yeah, up he, all, owning all the Starbucks to do inside business. He's been on um, Good Morning Football a bunch. Yeah, I know exactly what Mark was talking about. He's on Pat McAfee show a ton. Yeah. Supposedly he's tied in, but honestly, in my opinion, I just thought it was funny that oh, this team's free agent. Is, is pretty much uh, up for grabs, and a lot of people might want to have him, but he's rumored to go to the teams where coach coaches that he already worked with. It's not other random teams. Like, you aren't hearing the Chiefs or the Eagles or the Niners. You're not hearing some other random teams. You're hearing the Panthers Cleveland. and the Chicago Bears. So, to me, and Cleveland. Not being, <laughs> Cleveland. Just, yeah. Cleveland exactly. Colts. Exactly. Listen, so, listen, listen, there is not one free agent that we have that is that is going to earn big money. Maybe O'Karake. I think Anique, man, dude. Yannick and Bobby, both the yeah, yeah. both of them. Maybe Yannick, that's it. Yannick hasn't been rumored to get big deals. The three rumored have been EJ, uh, Bobby, and Paris. Those. Are uh, so I'll players. tell you right now, maybe Bobby, but EJ doesn't deserve a big contract, and neither does Paris. Uh, Yannick has been rumored of signing a big contract with Cleveland. Hey, they. Uh, I know they. They may not deserve Maybe it was Cincinnati. One of them Ohio gonna, fucking states. They're probably going to look to go do exactly what Christian Kirk did. I'm going to go find somebody who will overpay me and hopefully turn out to be that guy. Uh, Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk he, he turned out. out to be their guy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, so that's, what, that's what a lot of these guys are going to be thinking they, they're, yeah. they're going to do or want to do. And so that's why I'm like of the opinion. And I know I know Zach and Damon have been totally against me and my Paris Campbell. Love. Still am. But I promise hey, you, he's going to go to some other draft. team. I'm telling you, he's going to go to some other team, and he's going to go crazy. And I'm just going to stare at you, too, every single <laughs> week. You didn't want to keep him. And I'm going to be like, look what y'all wanted to do, man. Look what y'all wanted to do. We've been in the mock offseason. I might surprise you. 
But um, yeah, so that that wraps up uh, kind of our free agents. I don't know if you guys want to dive into deeper into that. I know that we did want to make sure, um, I guess the overall total of what we should do with free agents. I think um, we can't let both of the linebackers walk away. Um, Paris Campbell, Doolin, um, and Yannick, and uh, Rodney. So we got a few that we probably want to keep. I don't know if there was any objections for any of you guys there. Um, but let's talk about some outside free agents. Um, Matt, I think you got the list that I sent you right. I kind of uh, threw that together. Yeah, I, st- I, I, I think I still got it in my notes. I don't know if you guys. Want I, to I got it. I'm I got sure it. Zach ha- I know Zach has some. Um, I don't know if Damon has any, but it's a long list of free agents um, that I had here that could kind of fit what the Colts would want to do and to add to what we're doing. But it'd be a lot to read off. I'm gonna, so. I'm gonna go ahead and make something real quick. And then I'll put it. I'll put for it in sure. There. Any uh, Zach? So, so who who do you got outside the building that you would want to put together with this room, or, or this uh, this this roster? To me, I really feel like guard is a position that needs filled, and I want I don't want a rookie not starting, unless you know the Colts trade down. Like if they trade four and say we're not in for a quarterback, and like all the good ones are gone, and the team trades up. And we get stuck with like Levis. Guard. You know, I got a couple of names for you. Right. Uh, what about you, Damon? Uh, you thinking the same thing at guard? Yeah. Um, can I be specific with who I said too? Yeah, I know go he ahead. just hit the market. Sure. I said Gabe Jackson. Um, okay. I think he I think he fills in, you know, pretty well. And I went and looked at his PFF as well. Only allowed two sacks this season. I think it's a lot better than who we had this year in. Um, so I, I said that, but then I also went edge, um, just in okay. case that we're not able to bring Unique back. And uh, kind of a bigger splash here. Um, and I know we'll get more into like the, the cap size of things, but um, I said Frank Clark, man. I think that could be our big guy this offseason. Oh, yeah. That's no problem at all with none of those names. Real quick, I just want to touch on uh, what Chad here said. Chad, about um, what about what do you think about the Schultz rumors? So Dalton Schultz tied in out of um, Dallas. So I did have him on my free agency list of the outside um, rooms. I did put a question mark by it, though, because it's not necessarily a major need for us with our tight end room. But that is a name that I kind of thought last year we would have went after before we drafted two. And I think that it could still be something that's there. Um, but to go back to you guys' point, uh, you said Gabe Jackson at guard. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. He is a little up there in age, so I'll, I, I do got some names here that you guys might want to think about here. So I, I had Nate Davis from the Titans. We're pretty familiar with him. Um, and then Dalton Reisner from uh, Denver Broncos. Denver? Yeah. So What about uh, Connor McGovern? Do you have Connor McGovern uh, from the Broncos as well, plays center and guard? I did not have his name on there, but uh, okay, there it is right there. So you guys can see my list there, and you guys can kind of just read off of those names, and I'll just touch on what we were just talking about. So, yeah, so right guard, I I was just thinking Dalton Reisner will probably fit better for us just because he's not up there in age, I don't believe. I'm not 100% sure in his age, but I know for sure he's younger than Gabe Jackson and should be younger than Nate Davis. So I thought that would be a pretty good fit for us. and then they did have a, a pretty a pretty decent running game. Their backs and stuff and their O line struggled, but I think Dalton Reisner can fit with that with that dog mentality that we want to have up front to run the ball, maul some guys, and get after some people. I'd be all for it. <clears throat> and then uh, some other names on there, Damon. If you want to take a look as well, I had uh, Marcus Davenport at edge, uh, edge rusher. I have um, a Cole Hardman too, man. I mean, I think me. I think if if Paris ends up going where, I, I think he's going to Carolina, man. 
my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now that DJ's gone, I think that that's like a that's that's an easy pickup for Carolina, and they'd probably be willing to give a little bit more than we would. But um, I like McCall Hardman a lot. Um, he's kind of like a utility guy too. I mean, they're running like end arounds with him as well, so I think he'd be like a good fit with our system. Um, but oh, BJ. I know. And then uh, me, me and Matt did talk about um, Leonard Floyd, I believe it was, at pass rusher as well. What do you um, think about Jonathan Jones, possibly? I love corner. Jonathan Jones, man. I, you, guys saw me, you guys saw me corner. put him. I give me Jonathan Jones. But yeah. they said that supposedly he's begging to come back to New England, but I think it's going to be a uh, – you know how New England is now. Nah, you New know, England so. does it every year. They let a top-tier yeah. corner walk away. I don't know why. Not Jonathan Jones from Houston, Zach, if that's who you're right. thinking. No, right. Same name, different. But, yeah, the kid from New England, he's yeah, a dog. I want that guy. I know it costs a lot of money, but man, he's twenty nine though. I didn't realize that he's about to be thirty. Twenty nine? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was young. Nope. He's about to be thirty, man. I guess he just developed later than I thought. Hmm. Another guy I really like here, just because he's different. um, Jacoby Myers. He'd be a solid option. Yeah, that was one of the small names that you don't really think about. That right. You could move Alec in the in the slot, and he can do everything Paris Campbell can. And then you got another possession slash outside physical receiver and Jacoby Myers. If the Colts got him, that'd be a steal because pa- I think he's way underused in New England. Paris Campbell can do it all. I don't know what you're talking about. I think he's talking about size wise. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Completely joking. Uh, chat, chat, uh, but I watched uh, I watched the uh, the video clips today of Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, workouts and uh, <laughs> good. Boy look good. Boy look, <laughs> boy look good, good. <laughs> boy look young. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, man. I would, I, man. Uh, if we had a shot, Chad, said, uh, Chad actually had a question would. here. Do you think OBJ is humble enough to come back and, and be a leader in the wide receiver? Yes. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think OBJ ever had a problem being a leader. The guy just wants no. to win, and he's passionate about it. That's the kind of guy you want in your locker room. Now, the problem for me is, is a guy like him isn't going to want to play for a city like Indianapolis. That's the problem I see for him. He's gonna want the stars, the lights. He, he wants to shine bright. I know anywhere he goes, Indian, his Indian, name will be bright. I think that's. I, just, I think that's a. I think that's a, a misconception. Indianapolis is one of the most popular teams in the last two decades. No, I, it's not that I, I. I don't disagree there, but it's like we're not really a team that free agents are roaring to come to, and the fact that we don't have a quarterback, and now we're. In the back, the reason, those options. The, reason, the reason free agents aren't willing to come here was because of the whole Frank Wright shenanigans that was going on here. Well, we didn't have a, we didn't we didn't have a consistent quarterback. It had nothing to do with the city of Indianapolis. It didn't because right. prior prior to having inconsistency at quarterback, we never had issues bringing in free agents. It's called Ballard does not pay for big for big names. That's it. That's right the there. exact reason why free agents don't come here. Ballard doesn't play A plus money for B plus product. I really, I really think the whole small market conversation. I understand Indy is a small market, but when it comes to NFL and and the way the player, you know, the way the free agency works, Ballard just doesn't want to pay these people. He offers almost every player in free agency. He just doesn't offer them anything they want to take. And then we we got Brock down here too. Um, Adam Thielen needs to be added to that list. He's a free agent. I'm not against Adam Thielen. But he is getting up there with age, and he's a possession receiver. So, in that role, I'd probably like to have someone a little bit younger. Um, he did. He, I mean, I don't know. What do y'all think about that? 
um, just to just to update all fans, if you come in and say that somebody should be on the list, I promise you, th- these are just made during the week as I go sometimes, and so this isn't like an active updated list. So there are definitely some names out there. Like I'd be even open to trading for Darius Slay. I wanted them the year that we didn't get them uh, two years ago, and so um, just some names on there. But um, yeah, uh, definitely Adam Thielen can be on that list. He'd be a good mentor, good slot receiver, somebody that can move around, somebody that knows all the routes. Um, one of those guys, I think he had, what was that, I think like seven, eight, 100-yard receiving game straight. Um, guys, legit. And so I, I don't think uh, – I wouldn't be opposed to having him. All right. I don't want to spark a debate here, but I think it's time for it because Paris Campbell seems to be – very strongly pinnated between DeMarco, me, and Zach. And Zach, he said he might have some surprises here. So what do you think? What do I think? Oh, I you, think he's coming back to Andy. Do you like, want to bring him back? Do you think? Like, if, if I was the GM of the Colts, he's getting the exact same contract that Juju Smith-Schuster got with the Chiefs. One year, four million, two and a half million guaranteed, and he's coming back. And if he's healthy and he pops off, Colts are gonna have to pay him to keep him. And if he's not, then there's no skin off the knee. So yeah, keep that boy. I mean, that's how that's how I do it. Like, if he want, he obviously has made it known he wants to come back. So yeah. then the Colts just need to do. I don't care if it's a one year deal or a two year deal when one year is a void year. You you bring him back. You know, like. He wants to come back, bring him back. It'd be silly not to. Hey, yeah, um, I mean, and, and it's also been said that Ballard wants to bring him back. Yeah, right. they, they're both sides are interested. Hey, real quick, uh, Anthony Roberts, please tell me why we aren't trading for Lamar. Yeah, he said, please tell me we aren't. Yeah, he just wants tell to know that we, we aren't. aren't. <laughs> I wish we could tell you the answer to that. I wish we um, could. But no Anthony, way, I, I would like are. you to real quick to just – Tell us why you don't want Lamar before we answer that question. <laughs> I believe Matt is also in the Bring Cares Back building. Matt, did you have anybody to add to our free agent list there? Or anybody that you uh, – Chase McLaughlin. That man needs to be re-signed. Absolutely. I agree. We need to – that's the – I think the important I think I think I think for me the important key is is that knowing that this year's a developmental year we're not going to spend a lot of money this free agency. I think a lot of people need to understand that. I think the majority of this season this offseason is going to be focal pointed toward the draft. Bringing back Paris Campbell I think is going to happen. I think that's already been decided from what I've seen on Twitter. It's already happened. It's just no one's announced it yet because you know how Ballard doesn't like to announce anything. Well, you can't uh, announce anything until the first – till Monday when the legal no, tampering – No, but, the, but it can leak. No, well, that's not tampering because he's already one of ours. True. That's not tampering. Um, but Ballard doesn't ever really announce anything. So um, that's going to happen. I think one of the things everybody needs to be ready for is the fact that we're about to save 17 mil. Um, I think Matt Ryan is gone. I don't think there's a question about it. I think he's getting cut. Um, and I think he's going to get cut before that March 17th time frame because that March 17th time frame, he's, uh, he's entitled to guaranteed money. So everybody who's got questions about Matt Ryan, I expect that to happen this week. I'd expect everybody to be prepared to get that news sometime between Monday through Wednesday. 
Yep. I agree. So I agree. You want to jump into uh, off-season individuals. We were the GM. How we would do that? Just you know, because moves are being made. Or do you want to hang tight? Because I'm ready to go. Like I'll leave the show off if you want me to. Let's go, Zach. Let's go. Because you've been waiting for this for all <laughs> week. All week. I, this is like my third or fourth write up. He tried to talk so, about this at 4:30 in the morning on Monday. Dude, I, I've been hyped. Like since this has gone down, I've been stupid hyped. So, uh, if he's getting two-year deals, if you guys know part of my name thing, each week I try to change my name. Do you know something corny? So this week yeah, is Bargain Ben Ballard. <laughs> um, so my mock offseason starts with four big moves. The first two moves I'm releasing Matt Ryan and Nick Foles. Matt Ryan is seventeen point two million dollars. That's coming off the cap. Yep. Nick Foles is two point one. That gives us what thirty one. That gives you roughly, roughly. I'm restructuring Buckner. I'm turning his $18 million salary into a $9 million bonus. So that gives us more cap. Along with I'm restructuring Ryan Kelly's deal. He's also getting a bonus of $4.5 million. So that opens up $45.3 million in cap. Those four moves alone. The rookie class is about $7.5 million total from first through seventh round picks. So the Colts can start the season just by making those four moves with $37.8 million. Um, going into this, I'm not re-signing Bobby Okereke or Okariki. He's walking. Dude is too good, and the Colts cannot afford him based on, based on certain moves. Also, I'm not reworking Jonathan Taylor contract this offseason because I think that the Colts will franchise tag him next offseason because they're already going to end up paying him big money anyway if they bring him back. About, that franchise tag is about 10 mil right? on average. That's not bad. The yeah, first offseason move I'm making, and I know people are going to hate me for this, I'm bringing in Mike White as quarterback from the Jets. I want a veteran backup, two-year deal, $6 million guaranteed, just someone who – if we if we lose or if the rookie gets hurt, he's he's sustainable, can win a couple games. He fits. I like it. I don't hate it. He's not great. He's not terrible. He's Mike White. Um, Mike White's deal is a five point five million dollar cap hit. So after one year, if you want to cut him, that's five million dollars. We can. The first big deal. Oh shit! The first big deal I'm bringing in. I'm sorry. That's my ugly face. Um, I'm re-signing Michael Pittman Jr. on a three-year, $60 million deal, $35 million guaranteed, $20 million a year. That gives you – he gives you kind of that Chris Godwin production, low-end one, high-end two. I think that would be a steal. You could um, essentially in three years come back to that. I also put two void years in there, so the guaranteed salary isn't bad. Plus, we got a rookie on a rookie deal and a fifth-year option. So, yeah, we can afford it. Um, I'm bringing Yannick Ngakwe back on a two-year, $28 million deal, $14 million guaranteed, $8 million at signing. After one year, we can cut him. That saves us $4.8 million if we choose. However, I don't think the Colts will cut you need Yannick, he'll probably continue to work off a two-year deal. The guy's 26 right now. He'll be 28. Um, I talked about it earlier. 
I'm bringing everyone's favorite, least favorite receiver back, Paris Campbell. He's getting the exact same deal that Juju Smith-Schuster got from Kansas City. One year, $4 million, $2.5 million guaranteed. Um, if we were to cut him, that would open up $4 million, but there's no point in that. Then I'm re-signing Matt's favorite player on the team, Chase McLaughlin. Um, he's getting Young Way Koo money, so five years, $20 million, $8 million guaranteed, $6.25 million signing. That's a bargain. And then last, I'm and giving – uh, your kicker, Chase. Chase. Yeah. yeah. And then last, I'm giving EJ Speed the exact same contract that uh, Zaire Franklin got: three years, ten million, four million dollars guaranteed. So now that leaves with EJ. That leaves um, seven million dollars for the Colts to do whatever they want with. I said save it for a nine one one fund or roll it over for next year's cap. That is my off season. Incredibly Ballard, incredibly boring, but I really think that's probably what's going to happen. Brock and Zach's uh, Ballin, uh, bargain Ben Ballard um, segment right there. We would be keeping Shaq. Oh, my yeah. goodness gracious. I'm keeping Shaq. Yeah. Man, you didn't read the instructions. All right, man. I said don't do caps. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I needed to know about caps. I wanted to, and then once I got going, I was well, like, yo, this so, is kind of fun. So I know how you feel, man. Because let me guess, you went to you went to what was it, uh, Sport Track or Over the Cap? Yeah. And you looked yep. at all of that, and you started messing around with how they allow you to restructure. Yep. The, mm -hmm. They allow you to cut people. Yeah. Yep. I do that all the time, bro. Yep. I love. That I was like, oh, this is how. But this I did, is exactly how the culture should do it. I was but. too tired to do that this week. That's why I said we shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did it. I kept it as realistic as possible, just because I feel like oh, that's probably how it's going to shake out. That's. That was good, man. That was good. I don't think I disagree with anything that you said. To be completely honest, that's probably going to be the most Ballard move. I mean, Maybe honestly, really. I don't even know. If calling it a Ballard move, I don't think that's a bad move. No, um, the, way you, the way well, you come up from $13 million in cap space up to 40, $45 million, I mean, uh, $43 my only, million, my, only, my only question marks would revolve around restructuring uh, Buckner. Um, I understand the reason behind it. 100%. I just don't know if that's something that would actually happen. That's definitely a pipe dream to see if that contract gets restructured. It should. I think if if he was a team player and he was, you know, wanting the Colts to win as much as he talks about winning and being wanting to be first class, he's a leader on the team. He's one of the few you go to and say, "Hey, you're a leader. You want us to win. I need your help. This is what I'm willing to do for you. Are you are you willing?" And I believe as long as it's a fair offer, I see no reason why he wouldn't. It's not like Ballard being, you know, a dick. As long as he, you know, is is solid about it, I see no problem in, in not being. The one question, and the only reason why I brought up Mike White is I've been watching a lot of his tape. Like, I really like the kid. Like, if if they redshirt him, if, they, if we draft a rookie, Richardson, Levis, and he gets a redshirt year, I hope to God Mike White starts just because I think he's a blast from the past. He's fun to watch. He almost beat us until he got his arm blown up. Too bad he gets hurt Thursday every night. four weeks. <laughs> Probably so. But, um, yeah, Sorry. real quick here. Anthony Roberts says, because if the Raiders don't want him, then for sure don't bring him to Indianapolis. Uh, I, I think this is crazy. If, if a team doesn't have a quarterback right now, Lamar Jackson should be at the top of your list. 
point blank period. If Absolutely. You're not, if you're not in the top five and you don't have a quarterback, you should want Lamar Jackson on your roster. So the fact that people may not want him is just absolutely insane to me. You may not want to deal with his late injuries that he's had or maybe the big contract that he wants, but there's no way in hell you don't I, want him. I'm, I'm going to caveat off of that, right? All he does uh, is win. Because a lot of people wanted to bash on me earlier on that fucking heavy on Colts or whatever. I, I, that The people that follow that group are so insane. They were like, they bashed me because I said when Lamar's healthy, he's a top five rusher and a top five passer. As a Absolutely. The stats and prove the stats prove it. And the and game tape shows it. The game tape. And everybody wants to sit here and be like, Lamar's not a top <clears> five <throat> passer. Why? Because you've read media articles? Because you've sat there and you've listened to everyone bash this guy for the last four or five years? You haven't had the, the time or, the, you know, the the knowledge or, you know, you're, you're too stuck in your ignorance to go and watch the kid play? And the worst offensive coordinator in the league. And I, I challenge any of you to name me. The four receivers on that roster he was throwing to Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Not there Brown. on the team no more. <laughs> Hasn't been there in two years. Rashard Bateman. Really? Been hurt. Sam, Sammy Marquise, Watkins. Marquise, Marquise somebody. Sammy Watkins um, ain't there anymore. He, who's there? Yeah, he, got, he, got, he went with the Green Bay and then re-signed. He got cut by Green Bay and re-signed with uh either way. The Baltimore. point to put it to put it to put it to Damon's answers. You can't name a receiver that closed no, that no. rock that season. No, he's Mark, not had proper Andrews, weapons. Mark Andrews is the only weapon that he has. Yeah, he's Mark not Andrews had proper weapons end. for half the year. And he's not even yeah, and he's not even a top tight end in the league, in my opinion. That, that he Mark wouldn't Andrews, be without Lamar. That Mark Andrews Hayden Hurst combo was lethal. If you if you have it for a year. Or no, 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 they came out the same year. Yeah. I really I just really hate this whole Lamar hate. Like, oh, yeah. he's hurt all the time. He's hurt all the time because the dude feels like he's got to do everything. Yeah, we can't see everything. him throw a deep. We can't see him consistently throw because he doesn't have any legit weapons. But I'll make it a point that when he does, right. he is right. on point. Look how good right. Mark Ingram time. look how good Mark Ingram looked behind him. <laughs> Mark yeah. Ingram's yeah. career so, was so revitalized. My whole point to Anthony's thing there is like, say, say the Indianapolis Colts are going through their draft and we go through one, two, and somebody else jumps us at three. If we end up with Will Levis being as our option or trading for Lamar, please, by God, trade for Lamar. Trade give for up Lamar. those two picks and give Lamar that goddamn contract. Because if you put Lamar Jackson in this offense between an offensive line that if you put a mobile quarterback back there, they'd look a lot better. You put Lamar Jackson as Jonathan Taylor, Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman Jr., he has receivers. He has a six foot seven Jelani Woods at tight end with Molly Cox and and Kylan Granson. Please, by all means, this this, this team would be ready to. Win. This, is, this is my opinion on on Lamar. I don't think Lamar wants guaranteed money. No, I I really no. I really think Lamar only wants to get out of Baltimore. I, I don't disagree. Well, with that I, I don't think people. Are, I think people are saying the contract he wants. He's not going to have much of a choice. He wants a fully <laughs> guaranteed deal. He, he does want to fully guarantee you. I didn't read that. I but. mean, to the point of the, how much money he wants. I mean, even if you look at it now, the Browns are already restructuring Deshaun Watson deal. So they made it to where but they could even change up some of his money. So those guaranteed mean, deals, even at a certain point, won't feel guaranteed. So I would give it to Lamar because, I mean, Kirk Cousins did it first. He got a fully guaranteed deal from Minnesota twice. Listen, well, and, a guy, franchise tag. and another guy who likes his butthole played with, he got a fucking guaranteed deal, and he was facing charges. <laughs> Cousins got a three-year guaranteed deal. Let's not even, let's not even, 
Let's not even talk about Cousins. Let's talk about the guy that was literally facing charges. Supposedly, Deshaun Watson was better than Lamar at the point that no. Lamar was at no. at his um, current what? state versus the Lamar last. Lamar had an MVP. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think. No, I don't. No, think I'm saying that. that's what people were saying for the whole. No, Lamar versus Watson. Scenario. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson was getting carried by DeAndre Hopkins every time that dude just threw the ball up. It didn't matter where that ball went; DeAndre Hopkins was catching it. I wouldn't say all that. I would watch the Deshaun tape. Watson made us. Would Deshaun, Deshaun Watson? Was good. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson tore us apart. We didn't it have a secondary. Yeah, buddy. Well, we didn't. We didn't. We but didn't who did they have a receiver when they did Greg DeAndre Toler. Hopkins? Greg Toller was no. covering D Hop. I mean that boy was still good though. I, yeah, I, I would take I'm, all the way. But Lamar's better. Lamar's yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Deshaun Watson's better. We'll say Lamar is better. But that boy Deshaun Watson was the dude when he before he was playing with his butt. Whatever. Yeah, before he decided to get masseuses to yeah. uh, give him that deep tissue <laughs> massage. So yeah. So so Anthony, just just to that point there, I think we all would take Lamar Jackson if that's what it came to. I don't see why anybody now, wouldn't want him to be your quarterback. I will say, just like uh, uh, John said down here, we really don't want to deal with the inju- injuries and the contract. Um, but, you know, if we need a quarterback, you got to go get that guy. I'll say this. He's not my, he's not my first choice. He's not. Um, I don't think he's any of ours, to be no, clear. He's a, he's a, 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 it's a possibility if it comes down to the situation. Then, yeah, I, I would take Lamar Jackson. Um, but he's not my first choice. So, and then uh, John also asked here: Is McGlitchy going to walk from the Niners? Yes, they are letting McGlitchy test out free agency, and that's why he was in. He's going to uh, get huge money. Um, Brock, you said who are we drafting at QB? I don't know if we're going into that too much um, tonight. Uh, I think we all got our, our opinions on that and kind of want to get back into our war room. I think we're all pretty pissed that Carolina jumped us. Um, but from our opinion, I'll just tell you, we all want to move up to three so we at least have the chance to pick from the latter QBs that don't get taken. So, so that that's one of my first moves in the offseason. All right. So my first one is clearly tra- uh, getting rid of Matt Ryan. I'm saving up that 17 mil, just like Zach. That's the first move. Uh, Matt Ryan and Nick Foles are gone. But my second move, I'm offering Arizona to swap the fourth and third pick and I'm offering them Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore wants to go ahead and play with his favorite coach of all time. Goodbye, Kenny Moore. You can go ahead and not cover tight ends in Arizona. How about that? Hey, Anthony, please tell me why Ballard is overrated and needs to be fired. We'd really appreciate some context if you're just going to throw that out there. Um, Anthony Roberts, what would you guys give for Lamar? It's not what you, what would you guys give. They tagged him with the exclusive tag, so only thing you have to give up is two first-round picks. It's a non-exclusive or yeah, non-exclusive. You give up the two first-round picks, and Lamar is yours. You just have to give him the contract. And Chris, we Chris, we understand that. We we understand how that works. It's just <clears throat> yeah, you have understand. to make sure that Baltimore <laughs> won't ask. So you have to give some kind of contract they are that they are not willing to match. So. But it does just cost two first-round picks to get the door open. I don't think Frank really said fuck Ursan Ballard um, because here's the thing: Carolina <laughs> is now saying they want to trade back. That, I, They're open the, to it, bro. That is the biggest joke I've ever seen in my life. And here's the thing: I don't see them trading back with Tennessee because, for one, Tennessee can't afford to give them back what they lost. 
I mean, that makes it sound like they now are having almost like buyer's remorse. Yeah. No, it sounds exactly like what uh, Frank Wright's coaching tenure was the last four years. Facts. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. Well, you know, we had a good we had a good week of practice. You know, we talked about it, but uh, it just it it just didn't happen that way on Sunday. It was a hell of a trade when we went for it, and then when we got there, we were kind of like we didn't know what to do with it. We panicked. We got scared. we just chose to bring in a rookie QB, and we gave up his number one receiver. You know Not what? Going we're gonna, there. We're going to go take a right guard. Here Make some. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Matt. Uh, Chris said he couldn't hear you when you said when you said something. He said it went quiet. Oh uh, yeah, we we all uh, we all understand how that works with having to trade the two first round picks, and then Baltimore gets to uh, match, match and all. That. We know how all that works. We get it. Yeah, it, there's not much negotiation. That's a that's a that's a situation to where um, Baltimore just kind of screwed Lamar and screwed everybody else at the chance of getting Lamar. That's pretty much mm-hmm. how that worked. Especially because they can also wait five days before they match that contract. And if they wait those five days, the offer that the team that offered Lamar, they get stuck with that cap hit for those five days. So they're kind of in a cap handicap for five days. And that's why nobody has jumped at the bite. So speaking yep. of that, you guys' first thoughts on it, because I was I was initially, obviously we're, sh- we're shocked by the trade. But my thing was, what was you guys' first reaction to the trade being done this early? Because typically you won't see something happen like this until draft night. What, what did you guys initially think when when this trade went down, obviously for the Panthers and Bears, and then for our Colts? My, my, my literal first thought was, oh, great, another move where Frank Wright can fuck it up. That and was then how did you feel for uh, Bears, Panthers, and Colts after that? My thought was, well, the Bears fleeced the hell out of the Panthers. I mean, fleeced the hell out of the Panthers. And then secondly, I was concerned because I was like, well, fuck, there goes CJ. I mean, to me, CJ Stroud is the best quarterback coming out in this draft. Max Dugan. (laughs) CJ Stroud's the best quarterback coming out in the draft, and I think he'll end up in Carolina. Max Dugan's going to win a Super Bowl before C.J. Stroud. Hot take. For me, our, 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 our first choice was C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Yep, Chris. C.J. Stroud was our first choice. For um, me. Yeah, go ahead. Finish up. Oh, or Yeah, for me, for me, it was almost the exact same as Zach was. There goes Stroud. Um, but as I read more into the Carolina side of things, um, and my best friend being a Carolina fan as well, and, and now hearing that they might even trade back, I think they want Levis or Richardson, man. And now they're realizing they're at number one and they don't need to be at number one to get one of those two guys because Houston and Indy are not wanting those two guys, I don't think. So that's what I think is actually the truth. What's up, Kevin? Oh, man, Damon, that sounded like such a like – it's like when you're a kid and you're doing something wrong and then you finally get there and you're doing it and you're like, oh, shit, I didn't need to do this. You know, That's just what it made it seem like to me it's when like, you said that. It's like, the way, it's like the way this new generation does simple mathematics. They go all these extra steps and they're like, this is easier, but you just did 15 extra steps than what we got taught. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So, yeah, so my, my first initial thought was – wow, somebody actually made the trade. Because me, personally, I didn't think it was worth it. Uh, all of the Colts fans, you know, Colts Nation, everybody's talking about, you need to trade up to one to go get your guy. And me, personally, until I saw the trade, I think that uh, Zach sent over, or one of you guys sent over, about the Niners trading with the Bears to go from three to two. 
Yeah, I sent you that trade. How much it cost? <clears throat> yeah, it was like a bunch of second, third round picks. Yeah. So I thought about that yeah. price, and I was like, okay, that wouldn't have been terrible. But why would the Bears accept that if they get two first round picks, two second round picks, and a number one wide receiver? I just always thought it was going to cost too much to move. So I was sitting there thinking, like, wow, somebody actually did it. And then I looked at what they gave up, and I'm like, you fucking idiots, dude. Yeah, listen, I don't. I don't care who you draft at number one. There is not one person in this draft that was worth all that draft capital. And and, mm. and and that's what I've kept saying. Like, you cannot justify moving to number one for somebody to keep saying, you go get your guy no matter what no. it takes. That's retarded, bro. Fuck, dude, have- even, even in 1998, when everybody was preparing for the 1998 draft with Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning wouldn't have been worth all that all that draft capital. Before no. knowing what he became, especially yeah. knowing what he reason. became, yeah, coming out of college, you want to go right? three and thirteen his rookie season. You gotta, you gotta think, you know, uh, before Peyton, at what Peyton was a prospect before his forehead grew eight inches, <laughs> you know, he, he, that's that's not who he was, right? He's not, he wasn't the Peyton that we all know and grew up on. He was just this college prospect. And who put, his, who put his testicles on his trainer, but we're not going to talk about that. But, Yo, that's <laughs> alleged, all right? Allegedly, all right? But the point is – the, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the point is – the point is these prospects, none of these prospects are ever worth that much capital. You don't know what you're getting out of them. You don't. Yep, exactly. And so that's why I kept trying to say you can't justify that. And so I was sitting there thinking, like, you give up. You got – right now they currently have three quarterbacks on their roster that they're not going to use. You're going to draft another quarterback. You just gave up your number one receiver. I can't – they have no other receivers that are liable. You got, you got a shit ton of work to do over there, and then you're bringing in a coach who just got fired. So it was like, to me, I was just like – after that, I was like, wow, I wouldn't have gave that up. And then the – the last thought was, oh shit. So which quarterbacks are we left with? Here's the thing. There's four there's there's four top QBs in this <sighs> draft, and we can get one of them even at four. Who's the fifth one? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I said in the draft, you turd. Hey, I can I'll trade for him in this draft if we get stuck with Will Levis. I promise you. <laughs> I don't think we will, man. I don't think we will. I think it's gonna be Bryce and CJ going one and yeah, two. I- yeah, I highly doubt it. And we're going to have our choice between Levis and Anthony Richardson. Uh, Chad, I'm sorry I can't get that for you right now. I'd have to look it up. Here, I'll look it up right now. Right. Um, so, yeah, just like Matt just said. Um, <clears throat> uh, so, me personally, just from the rumors and stuff that I've heard and seen around or whatever, whoever was trading up, I guess the rumor was before the trade happened, somebody put it out that – it was the Colts, the Titans, and the Panthers who were all pitching to trade up to number one. I highly doubt the Colts were in it, but this Car- was just a rumor. And Carolina happened to be the front runners. One second. Carolina sitting at 22 mil. 22 mil. I guess they could go after Paris Campbell to add for a rookie. but I mean, that still doesn't give them enough time. Yeah, there you go, though, uh, Chad. Um, but um, so those were the three teams. And they were actually right about Carolina being the front runners. And um, what was it? Uh, oh, and then they, they were favored to want Bryce Young. So my thing is, is, if they want Bryce Young or they want Anthony Richardson, one of those guys are going to come off the board first. And then I think Houston 
wanted Bryce Young. So I, I wouldn't see them trading back. I think they'd just take CJ Stroud. So that would leave Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, or Will Levis left on the board after uh, four. Unless the Cardinals decide to trade out and then we're really fucked. So um, that's why I think getting to three has to be the move there. Um, but that's what that was. So Kevin Shelton says, Richardson, I hope we don't get Will. Uh, Rick Ackerman asks, y'all think anything on Hooker? Um, don't I don't bring like up that. Hooker and Stinson Bennett. Anybody over 24, don't bring up to Matt. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't like the idea of drafting somebody who you know, spent seven years in college, 25 years old. Coming off a massive knee injury, too. Coming I off mean, of a massive knee injury. Stetson Benton or Bennett, fine, I guess. I mean, later on in the draft if you want to, but Hooker's coming off of an ACL, um, and those aren't fun. So he's also 25, so his knee is not going to heal the same way as if a 21-year-old were to tear their ACL. So Colts did have a meeting set up with him today, though. Yes, I did. Yeah, that's probably for like a fourth-round pick option type deal. So that was what I had explained to you guys. We're going to take some receiver who we never heard of uh, after we trade back from four, and then we're going to draft another um, Ben Manigault. I told you to take that back. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to take another Ben Manigault at like 24, and then we're going to take Hendon Hooker in the second round. (laughs) I told told you to take that back. (laughs) Hell yeah, bro. That was my Ballard scenario to go ahead and trade back. We just lost championship. Hell yeah. No, but man, no. So man, I was, I was so high on hooker. I was, I was kind of, I actually thought he could end up being the Colts quarterback before the injury. After it, I kind of saw him dip to a second round pick um, to answer you there, Rick. Um, Kevin, we, we are a, um, a no university hating of quarterbacks podcast. We, nope. we don't we don't believe in the guys going to be good depending Listen, on what you came from. I watch I watch film. I don't care what uniform they're wearing. Yeah, so I mean our our guy would have been CJ Stroud or, or would be if we could still have that top option. Ten ten years ago you wouldn't have said that Nick Saban would have produced quarterbacks. And now he's producing quarterbacks. They, so, just, they just roll out of Alabama. Yeah, now they're producing quarterbacks. So I wouldn't sit here and be like, oh, well, Ohio State doesn't produce quarterbacks, blah, 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 because it can happen at any moment. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that was um that was where I was at with that whole draft scenario. I thought it kind of killed us there. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready for free agency to see what we do. Um, to get things opening up, nah, I just I hope we keep Paris Campbell. The first announcement is going to be Paris Campbell. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's going to be the first announcement. Um, no, the really- first announcement better be they cut Matt Ryan, they release Nick Foles, and I'll then settle. after that. I'll settle for that one if it's not Campbell. But, but, Nick, but isn't Nick Foles a free agent? Wasn't he only on a one-year, nine-mil deal? No, two years, ten million. Mm-hmm. Oh, Something trash! Stupid. Cut that! Cut that stupid shit! Get the fuck Something out of here! Stupid. Two years that we should have gave Chris Reed. Oh yeah! Goddamn, bro! Or even glow on hurts. Yo, Matt Ryan wouldn't be so hurt, and we wouldn't be hating on him so much. Dude, yeah. We'd probably still be hating that guy. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm sorry, Chris. Chris Reed would have made all the difference, in my opinion. 
Hopefully, if Matt Ryan wasn't standing in the pocket throwing picks. <laughs> the picks wasn't the problem. The fumbles. Let's yeah, the fumbles out. were the problem for sure. He was fumbling the balls on the halfback draws. <laughs> that too. This man couldn't even take the snap in week one. I don't know what's going on, bro. Yeah, try being at that game, dude. I was like, this is not the Colts team I thought. No, I just I just remember the one where we were down um to the Jags, like twenty four to zero. He's standing in the pocket, he throws the ball, and it's just straight to a Jags defender. And I was just like, What the fuck is bro doing? What is this? Back to it's free like, agency, Ellinger or sign a veteran backup, other than White, Ellinger. any of the top options. Oh Ellinger. Uh, Ellinger. I'll, my opinion. Tyrod. No. Mike White, Mike White, White. I want that White Lightning and the Colts Union, please. So I just want to let everybody know I'm not on the Mike White train. I I I think that'd be a um waste of money to go get that. Done with y'all. I like I like Erlinger to just stay there, um, be our backup quarterback. Now I'm I'm gonna ask this. I'm gonna ask this. Hold on, hold on, real quick. I'm gonna ask this real quick, right? Y'all complaining about us signing Nick Foles to a two-year, ten million deal, but now you guys want to go out and get a Mike. No, White. don't say, don't say you guys. Hell sad. yeah, he can Tyrod. move, he can run. Tyrod Taylor, bro. <laughs> y'all, all right. Now I can say y'all. I took Demarco out. Y'all. Every time, every time Tyrod Taylor is someone's backup, what happens? He gets a punctured lung, and they end up being pretty yeah. good. Guess who? Guess who? Guess who was working for uh for what's it called? The Chargers. Whenever Tyrod Taylor yeah, was sure. there. Yeah, Shane. sure. Okay, we're it's, reaching. It's gonna here. happen. We're reaching here. No, Tyrod, 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 Taylor. Taylor, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor was already good. He was already. Give me that white lightning. Give me Mike White just for like a me, one year, two year. Give me no, give me nobody it's and just draft me. Hold on. Give me nobody and just let me draft someone who's not gonna get fucking hurt. Chad quit, Kelly, quit, quit being a pussy. Chad it's Kelly, play Chad the game Kelly. of football. Chad Kelly, that dude ain't taking a snap in like four years. <laughs> Bro, you remember when the whole Colts fan base wanted to start Chad Kelly after three preseason games, and he yeah, because he ran he, twenty five yards for a touchdown. Hey, he was lighting it up in preseason. I didn't know he wasn't. He had a rushing touchdown. Sam was... ran that rushing touchdown. Sam looked good. <laughs> Sam did look good the preseason. I'd be darn Sam to say. Did. Sam did, and then he he played. Yeah, when he, he was played playing Washington it. and learned, you know, oh, this is what a first defense looks like. He looked like. good he when looked he was good, against though. the XFL players. He did not look that bad against Washington. I will he, stand by that though. He looked like he looked like a mobile Matt Ryan. He looked better than Matt Ryan. He did in the preseason. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, in the a little bit. If if we wouldn't have lost by one point if he was better than Matt Ryan, we still put up our average points per game. So. That was a dumb. I don't even want to. I don't even want to go back to that game. Michael Pittman with the huge drop over the middle at the, at, at the end of that game. Oh, I Sam remember Elgar, that. Sam Ellinger threw a threw a literal a drop throw a over dime. trailing linebacker past the safety, and Michael Pittman Jr. dropped it. Stephon, hey, Gilmore, is that the game where I blamed? Dog. Where like y'all got mad because I blamed Gilmore and said dude got out jumped by. Uh, yeah. That was that game. Yeah. Everybody got mad at us. I both yeah. I said that too. And they're like, it's yeah. Gilmore. I'm like, how can he not my final my final disposition? Yeah, how but can the, he not blame Stephon the, Gilmore? The problem on that game though is we had had a debate and me and Matt were trying to explain to you guys there's no reason that your offense shouldn't have be able to move the ball a yard on three downs. And you Facts. guys kept saying Stephon Gilmore, it was his fault because he gave up the play. 
I'm like, your offense should end the game. Your defense shouldn't have been back on the field. How many, how many, how many games did we rely on Stefan Gilmore to close it out? Two. All four, all four that we won. <laughs> yeah, all four that we won. And, and and you guys get mad at him for the one that Fuck you lost. Yeah. Fuck Zach, yeah. You gotta love it. Ready? Fuck yeah. Here you go. Here's a question. If he didn't, if he if if he didn't catch that ball, would we have won the game? Who? If, sure. If, but if Michael Pittman, no, 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 it's just something that would have happened. Yeah, like Stefan Gilmore getting beat on a Hail Mary throw. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Stefan's old, so I get it. But at the same time, he played at an all-pro level last year, in my opinion. Rated as a so, top corner. You know, we have a motto in our office, and it's players fuck up. All right? So every once in a while, someone gets at that spot where they they mess just, up. All right? Just, Listen, just that. Sometimes it ain't show down. Yeah. Nope. And that's the, I mean, that's the, that's the terrible part of Arguably a top five court or hey, top Marco, five receiver. Your boy's talking about McKee. All right, that's your boy, right? <laughs> talking about my guy, man. My guy, <laughs> McKee. Andrew Luck 2.0. Andrew mm. Luck 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so Mark, the reason we're laughing here is because anytime somebody asks what quarterback we're going to get, I make a joke and I say Tanner Mackey. <laughs> this is my first go-to guy because this guy was supposed to come out. Um, he was supposed to be like top-tier elite. Um, didn't turn out to be that guy in the tough Stanford team. And the only thing that was elite about him was his accuracy. So, uh, I'm not too sure on his height, but, um, he's a guy, he's, we the can white take in the round. he's a guy we could take in the fifth round, sixth round, something like that. I know Matt had a proposal as well. He was thinking about, you know, something like if we drafted an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis that we, um, that we, still take with that a, too. Uh, we take like a Max Duggan or somebody mm-hmm. like that in the later rounds. So uh, this we, we might pull a Washington and draft two QBs. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm okay with, you know, let's say we draft like a, a AR-15 round one and then let's say round six rolls around or round five rolls around because I'm pretty sure we have two fifth round picks. We don't have a sixth round pick. And then seven so we have two seven. Yep. So let's say one of those fifth round picks, let's say Stetson Benton Bennett is sitting there. Do you do you not take that opportunity to maybe take him again? You that's do, not, and then you put him at slot receiver. That's young Drew Brees right there. Or or, or or let's say let's say I mean I mean maybe maybe Max Dugan drops to the fifth. You I think take he will. that guy in the fifth. I think he is going right? to. I would take Duggan over pretty much every other quarterback left outside top four. I'll tell no, you this. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm just saying, if, if if one of them guys are there, do you take them in the fifth? I'm not taking Bennett. Stetson Give Bennett is like Brees. chaos. No, that's young Drew Brees. If Doug doesn't end Bennett? up in if if he doesn't end up in Dallas, he's gonna end up in New England, man. No, that's, 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 in, his off the field stuff is is why I don't want Stetson Bennett. Like, his, his all right, Ballard. Stuff. All right, Ballard. Yeah, all right, I mean, Ballard. no, no way. Like, he was carried. Listen, I don't he care. Won Ray two Lewis championships and was carried. Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis murdered someone, got away with it, and I'd still take him in Indy in a heartbeat. 
Me too. Ray Lewis is a Hall of Famer. Stetson Bennett is a dude who got drunk on Good Morning America. Ben Roethlisberger, ben Roethlisberger had his way in the bathroom, and I what about, still take what about, him uh, in a heartbeat. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. <laughs> yeah, I'll take Marvin. He shot some dude with two guns ever made. In, Listen, Edgar James. Edger James went from gold teeth to gold jacket. Where do you think he got those gold teeth from? It sure as hell wasn't from a million-dollar industry. Hey, let me get them teeth on me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not a fan of Stetson Bennett. I do not want Swaggy P or whatever the hell he calls himself me, me anywhere near I'm the cold. Saying, I'm just saying this whole character thing is what's holding us back from being in contention. Well, I agree with that. There's some truth to that. <laughs> we made Zach mad. <laughs> Why'd he leave? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> I got so mad he left to fix his hat. Oh my internet! We said you have your hat on like Ti. <laughs> oh no! Trying to pull off the my house. Hey, I would take Ti in a heartbeat, man. Put that boy a slot. I bet he'll do some things. Hey, he can motivate yeah. the team. Yeah, <laughs> but um. Uh... <laughs> oh, that was a good laugh. That was a good laugh, man. Good times. He said, "Don't think he'll be there in the sixth round." I think he. Bro, hold on. So, the, not gonna, not gonna lie. I had a, I had a, uh, a mock draft I did the other day when the fifth round rolled around. It was that second fifth pick. I picked the first fifth. There were three QBs there. They were the top people on the list. And then I go to the fifth spot again, <laughs> and and the fifth spot or in the fifth round the second fifth round pick was another like two or three quarterbacks i literally had a list of six quarterbacks in the fifth round i was like what the fuck is this you telling me to take two quarterbacks they had a uh, you know i did that one last night um <laughs> and uh they had max duggan going undrafted dude yeah On the i haven't seen him drafted in one of them yet so, That's crazy. I'm telling you, he's going to be Mr. Unre- uh, Mr. Reliable number two. Brock Purdy well, irrelevant. Two. Yep, Brock Purdy number two. But he's going to actually take him to the Super Bowl because he knows how to win. Yeah, that's oh, that's crazy. But, I for sure thought he'd be at the latest of fourth round. How did he do with the? How did he do with the combine? I didn't hear shit on him Max, besides his forty. I didn't see uh, Max throw. I don't think he did. Did he? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't throw. Because he has that shoulder injury, right? I think it was or something like that. Or some type of like light shoulder. He didn't throw. Um, a lot of guys did not throw at the combine. It was really no, weird. Was they're, weird. They're, they're saving it for the pro day, which I, yeah, I think that had, might. Uh, Dorian Thompson and um, they had, uh, some other dude that was throwing ducks out there, too. Did you, gonna... watch the, did you watch Dorian Thompson throw? I feel bad. I feel really bad, man, because that dude was slammed between Stroud in Richardson, <laughs> imagine that, dude. Imagine that. He he got some power though. He he threw the um. I think he had the most miles per hour on his throws. He did. But um, uh, dude, dude needs some. He needs some major work though. He is not. Yep. He is not a polished passer at all. Let's step away from QBs real quick. The one, the one person that really impressed me in the combine that's not a quarterback. Since you know that's all we talk about anymore. Is a quarterback. Quarterback. 
No, old boy out of Texas, Robinson. That dude had a hell of a combine. Bijan? Yes. Did you dude. see his off-tackle drill? Mm-hmm. That shit had me thinking JT every step of the way, yeah. dude. This dude's cuts is so pristine and quick and just, oh, my goodness. His, his cuts were smooth. Yeah. Smooth as hell. I think he's. I just. I think. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go high. Like. Uh, I think he's gonna go they mid round him, one. They, they got him projected as a top ten pick. Yeah, I, and I wouldn't monster. And oh, imagine back in the top ten. They got him projected to the Eagles right now. Oh my goodness, that would be disgusting. I hope not. I hope. They they imagine, imagine him. Him and Jalen Hurts in the same. Oh, oh, that Miles would be Sanders. Miles uh, Sanders just went for thirteen hundred yards and twenty touchdowns. Be John gonna go for twenty three and twenty six touchdowns. Oh, they have Boston Bro. Scott. They have Boston Scott looking like Brandon Jacobs out there. Ahmad Bradshaw. Oh my goodness! Isn't that dude a legal midget? Is he not like five three playing ball? A legal midget is four eleven. Either way, is he not like a legal midget playing ball? That's dude like Boston Scott. I mean, the dude's good as hell, but no, I thought that was Kyler Murray. No, the combine they had some legal midget from Kansas State show up. Oh, yeah. Was yeah, he was on like five two or whatever, and, and his his vert, and, his whoa, whoa, whoa. was like top People, five. In the he was five five. Either way, he had like a forty one inch vertical leap or whatever, and like he's, he's probably got no weight. He's got to pull up when he jumps. He's still like one eighty, bro. And that, I know it doesn't like, sound like a lot, but that dude's. Did you see what he did, to Alabama? That's like I mean, he's like, he, he's he's like, like the shortest person ever measured in the the combine and balled out combine week. So. He went, he went to about, he went for about 200. He went for about 200 in Alabama, man. Yeah. <laughs> Dude's no joke. Yeah, they, they had to keep him in space, though, because every time he got hit, he was falling over. <laughs> He's a little guy. Can't be little, man. It's tough being little in there. Chad said Muggsy Bo at running back. <laughs> Basically. Rudy it. out in this motherfucker. Not taking away from his skill set, though. Muggsy, Muggsy Bo had bunnies. Yes, he did. Uh, bounce. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I was, uh, I like that uh, linebacker out of Georgia. Uh, you're talking about uh, the one that ran the four three nine. Yeah, he set yeah. out second half of the number season. Number he, he, got, he got hurt in the That's Florida game. The Florida game, he got hurt. I know. Yeah, he, he's I knew the he one that out. said he's the he's the best pass rusher in the league. In the oh yeah, coming out. I'm talking about by if, if this dude gets healthy. Yeah, if he goes late, whoever gets him is yeah. getting a steal. I'm I'm forgetting his name right now. I don't now. know his name. I'll check. Draft him if we don't know quarterback. I would. Yeah, I'm telling you, it, it would not be a miss. I'm, I'm telling you, right, we could put him at quarterback and running back and defensive end. I mean, this guy, when he when he got hurt out of that Florida game, I was like, oh, thank God he's done for the night. Like that's that's the kind of player he is. Hey, is it that Neil kid? Neil. I'll tell you right now who it is. Neil. Um, Jordan Davis. It's not Jordan Davis. Nolan Smith. It's Nolan Smith. That's what it is. There it is. Nolan, Nolan Smith. Yeah. That boy, Nolan Smith. 438 man. at 438, 250 yeah. pounds. Oh, you. you don't want to meet that in the hole at full speed. No, dude sir. is a monster. <laughs> yeah, that was that was one of my combine freaks right there. Uh, I think if uh, he gets healthy and goes to a team late round, like, I'd hate just to a, see him. Just to touch on this, um, I don't know if y'all watch a lot of the DBs, but they said the, the DB room is not getting talked about enough. That was a 
excellent nah, combo. Nah, just, me and, nah, I, me and Zach been, me and Zach been bro, going at it with the DBs. You got, you got we had a list of them. Christian Gonzalez, um, that kid Phillips, from Utah that you all are nuts about. The Clark Phillips is my guy. I like a lot. Yeah. Um, um, and Clark kid Phillips, from, man, as good as Clark Phillips is, he's one of the later guys in this dude. Yeah. It makes no sense. kid from Illinois crazy. Who, who DeMarco really likes. He's studly. There's a bunch of them. I mean, and then he, my guy Kylie Ringo from from Georgia. Yeah. They got him as the fifth defensive back in this class, and he Julius Brents. Julius Brents from Kansas State. I Julius didn't even Brents, know about yeah. uh, Gonzalez until the draft that Zach was telling me about. Yo, he's, he's the, the best DB in the country. Best DB in the country. Yeah, apparently I didn't even know about him. I'm like, who's our guy man. from Miami? Our guy from Miami too. Um, hey, we appreciate that, Mark, man. He said, uh, you guys are funny as heck and brutal, brutally honest. I love it. We appreciate that, man. We try to be We try to be different. We, we try, try to be different. Receiver, though, yeah. Receiver, though, I wasn't impressed. I'm, and I'm not impressed by receiver in this year's draft. That's that Stevenson kid from Miami you're talking about, right? That DB? Yes, it is. Yes. He's a third-round pick. See, and Zach told me about him. I still haven't got to his tape He's yet. super physical, but you can beat him deep. And once you get on, like once once he gets past you, you know you get past him. He's not catching you because he has no speed. But if he yes, can press you and put your hands on you, he's studly. So that kind of that kind of sounds like Richard Sherman. I was yeah. gonna say, would you say pro comp like Richard Sherman or like more like Brandon Browner? Well, he's six four, bro. So it's like Brandon Browner. Brandon Browner. Brandon yeah. Browner. Yeah, that's a um. But yeah, there's it's a lot of DBs in this class. My guy Witherspoon. Illinois, Illinois, like, he's a monster. That boy finna be like sauce on the lock and the man to man schemes. I think he plays safety at the next level. I don't know if he plays corner. Think so? He tackle. He's a killer. I think, he, I think he's too good man to man though to, to isolate him and move him to safety. Like when you can put him on a receiver and just pretty much take somebody away. Just do what they did with Brian Dawkins. Free safety. Move him around, move, move him everywhere. Move around. Yeah, I like that. I could like that. That's not bad. I do too. I mean, that's my comp. That's literally who you. I think Chad. I think Chad wants us to stop agreeing. <laughs> Not tonight. Maybe the war room will will do this. I but think, I think I tonight think we're on the same. Page. I think I think tonight we're on the same page. We all came in with the same uh same opinion on Paris, and that was going to be the debate. So. Oh really? We just, we just got a name tossed in there, Zach. You heard of that one, William Speakman? I can Where's look it up. At? Let's see. From where? Oh, oh, there's also uh, there's also my guy um out of Michigan that ran that four four. Ray Turner, dude. Huh? Ray yeah, Turner. dude. I'm telling, bro. There's so many DBs in this class. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but they all look good in shorts. Don't mean nothing until they get on the field. You no, know what I mean? I'm, I'm, talking about, I'm talking shorts. about on the I'm talking about on the film though. On the film, oh, they look good. Too, so. Yeah, not just. I'm not just talking about combine. I don't. I don't. Only when thing I'm I call, is, uh, the only thing I look at at the combine is is running back, quick twitch. Um, linebackers, quick twitch, uh, 40 times. I try and see receivers, you know, their ability to catch and, and stay lateral, balance, stuff like that. And then QBs, I just want to see comfortability because you're really going right. to be uncomfortable with guys you've never thrown before. Speaking, thrown with before. speaking so. of, everybody who <laughs> up on Will Lane, that man was the most uncomfortable person I saw at the combine. I'm telling you, boy, you're going to be – Every, I, I, thought out there, be, I thought he was going to be good. No. Every, everybody out there was sitting there saying that he had a great combine, but the whole time all I saw was a guy who looked so uncomfortable. The oh, everybody. Like he, he, felt so, he felt the pressure of being in a combine yeah. and being watched, all eyes on him. That's my question, but how much do you value the combine? Because I put no, 
Other than Richardson being it, a freak, well, well, so I don't value the combine. I got that. Whatsoever. I got that. But when you can see specifically in someone's face that they are uncomfortable and they feel the pressure, that's a note you need to write down. Because what's going to happen on Sunday when that guy is, it, you know, those lights are glaring down. He's got sixty-two thousand fans screaming. You know what you I'm got, saying? When you got, that's when pressure. you got. When you got one minute and eight seconds left on the clock, you're on your 45 yard line, and you're facing the best defense in the league, and you got to go make a play. What are you gonna do? Well, yeah. this was looking like he was gonna airmail some shit. Yeah, and all he different. and all he had was about uh, 56 people in the stands. That was yeah. about it. And there's, and there's two quarterbacks in the draft that have done that and can do that, and that's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Anybody right. else has not dealt with that. Both of those players have torched Georgia. And that's why defense. that's literally why I think Anthony Richardson's stock went up was because he made himself like he did. He just blocked everything out and just balled out and said, you know what? They don't think I can throw. They don't think I can hit these throws. I'm going to hit every single one of these throws. I'm not going to miss a beat. He looked like to me when he came in throwing, he looked like I'm going to show everybody here that I'm the best quarterback here. Yeah, I think that helped him out too. I think it also also went to to CJ Stroud. He just went to go say, hey, look, I'm just going to prove I am the guy I am. And I looked at Stinson Benton, Stinson Benton, and it it just looked like to me he's going to show you like, hey, I'm confident in my ability and I could throw with the best of them. And Will Levis just kind of looked like I'm trying to fit in here. That's that's what I took from it. I wouldn't necessarily say I take it that it's going to work on Sunday, Zach, to answer your question. But I just think. If that's the guy I'm looking at, I don't want to be looking at that guy on Sunday. You got to having to drive my team down. Just want to give a shout out to Devin Newland. He says he's not a Colts fan at all. He's a Steelers fan, but he says this is really cool and he loves what we're doing here. I uh, just want to say we appreciate that, man. You're welcome here at any time. We don't care if you're a Steelers fan, you if, whatever fan you are, you know, invite all your friends out here, man. Yeah, also, have I our just wanted to um, <laughs> yeah. uh, some Gary Gary Stidham said I will never be negative on my team. Just want to point out. It's never negative. We always want to be honest, honest and critical. I mean, it's a part of being a constructive criticism. Exactly. It's never just to to be a negative Nancy because we don't like those. We always want to be positive. But at the same time, you have to be realistic. If you can't handle negativity, you're soft. I mean, these guys are professional athletes. They're getting paid to put up production. Oh, no, no, no. It's not even even just athletes. Not even just athletes, Zach. I'm talking athletes. All right. I'm not, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Cause I agree with Zach when it comes to players, right? You're, you're in a league where you're taking hits all day. If you can't take words, you shouldn't be on the field, but here's the thing. Coaches Thank too. You. Coaches too. Coaches should be able to have that thick skin because guess what? You've been hearing it since you've been coaching high school. High schools have your local radio. You have your local people that are gunning for your head. All those things. Like I live out here in Texas, man. And and Damon can probably vouch for me. It's probably the same way down there. Um, these these people out here are crazy about their high school football. Mm-hmm. Like, I I literally live a block away from the high school out here, uh, Princeton High School. They're not good. They're not good at all. But I guarantee you, I can hear that stadium bumping on a Friday night, and like, it's full every and it's full Friday, every Friday night. The homecoming parade blocked off every street in my neighborhood. You know, and they had a parade. It's it's crazy. So these these coaches, they're hearing it since they were in high school. So they should be able to take it by the time they get to the NFL. 
So Zach, I gra- Zach, I one hundred percent agree with you. I mean, in certain fields, yeah, you thought, need to have. I, thick skin I was, I was, I was talking about the, the um the negative part. Like Matt, me, me, and you have been in some some group texts that were like, "Oh, you're oh. being negative just because you're okay. saying something that's yeah. constructive criticism." I think that was the point people, that I, I was trying. People to make. come at me. People come at me all the time because I'm a guy that likes to critique things. I'm a critiquer before I'm a, a praiser. I don't like mm-hmm. to praise things if I see something wrong. I don't. I don't want to take makeup and put it on a pig and call yeah. it cute. You can go ahead and give me 80% of good football in a game, but that 20% is going to be what I'm coming at you for, and I'm going to correct it. And that 20% is games. Yes, because I want that I want that 100%. I don't care. Right. I don't. It's great that we – you know, let's say we had an 80-20 game and we won. That's cool. But guess what? That 20% could have lost us that game. So this is what we're going to work on on Monday morning. <laughs> like. Exactly. I, I, I'm that's just that's just how I am. It's it's nothing about being negative and saying these dudes are trash. Whatever I root for Colts day in day out. You know, it's just sometimes I'm very critiquing. Ask these guys; they've been with me for two, three years, um, and I've literally bashed Frank Wright every step of the way until that man and got fired. Anytime, anytime you love something, you shouldn't love it blindly. Nope. And and even when Frank got fired, at the point that Frank got fired, I still didn't I, – I wanted him to be fired, but at that point I was like, there's no point in firing him at that point. We should have just kept Frank the rest of the season mm-hmm. and then let him go at the end. But, you know, we did what we did, um, and it is what it is. But yep. it's, it's not the fact that we're being negative because we hate what we have here in Indy. It's just we're critiquers. It's what we do. And that's also my bad, Devin. You were tagging William, and it looked like you were saying his name as a person, so I thought he was a player in college. Um, but, yeah, we appreciate you uh, tagging William and bringing him in. And William is saying if we don't get Young or Stroud, uh, just draft one of the top defensive players. We need a pass rusher bad. Um, I, I wouldn't say I'm – it's tough to say I'm, I'm opposed to it. But man, we need a QB regardless of what the situation is. I mean, if we if we do take a pass rusher, we better be getting a guy in the second round quickly. Um, that would just be my word to that. But I, if we get a top tier pass rusher, that's a game changer. I couldn't necessarily say I'm totally mad at it, but I'd be pretty disappointed at not getting a first round QB. Devin uh, <laughs> says, with the Bears pulling off that trade with Carolina, how do you guys feel now about your fourth pick? Are you guys worried now about snagging a QB? Uh, we kind of touched on this earlier. We know you 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 hopped in a little late. So, uh, I mean, yeah, we're all worried about what's going to happen at uh, number four. We all believe that we should move up to number three, trade with Arizona, kind of swap that third, fourth pick, um, just to be able to secure one of the top four guys. Um, we think that our decision is going to be between Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. With the opportunity of uh, Lamar Jackson, if it comes down to a Will Levis situation, because um, none of us really want Will Levis. Um, but yeah, that's really how we feel about that man. I, I just, I, I, I'm okay with it, with Anthony Richardson. Uh, about two weeks ago, we said that Anthony Richardson at number four would be a reach, and at this point, we think that if we're at number four, we won't even get Anthony Richardson. So, yeah, how quickly things change. Yeah, so Chad, uh, trade to three to make sure you get that choice. So the idea to trade to three is if you potentially look at the quarterbacks that are going to fall off the board, you obviously think that Carolina is most likely going to take Bryce Young first. Um, Houston would be absolutely silly to not take C.J. Stroud at two, which would then leave us to choose between Anthony Richardson and Will Levis at three. And I think you have to go to three to make sure you get your choice there. 
Uh, Mark, I don't, I don't really think it's that type of situation at this point. I think normally if we had a QB in position, that yeah, you would take the best position available. But at this point, QB has got to be your number one priority. Um, and at this point, it's looking like it's going to be pretty tough to be at number at number four and not be and not have a quarterback. I mean, it's just going to be tough. Chad, I'd give, I'd swap picks. Go 79 or not 79. I'm about, uh, yeah, no, I think it is 79, which will be our third round pick. And, and, and Kenny Moore. And maybe a 2024 fifth round pick or something like nah, that. I'm giving the first round, third round, and Kenny Moore. Matt's giving up Kenny Moore. So I'd go fifth round of 2024. But Matt said uh, Kenny, Kenny, uh, Kenny Moore. So uh, it, it wouldn't be too much of a cost. I'd just say make sure you, you get that shit done. Yeah. Chandler, if it's between Levis and Richardson, I think we're on agreement. We're going to go Richardson. Give me AR-15. Uh, yeah, he's he's clearly the better quarterback between the two. Uh, all Will Levis has is a strong arm, but there's there's a lot more that he has to work on than Anthony Richardson does. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we got no other questions there, and Damon had to bounce out. Uh Williams said, okay, what sucked to bridge gap a QB for a season, but would you rather have Richardson or Levis with whomever to take in the second round or a top pass rusher this year and then Caleb Williams next year? Uh, um, I'm not, I don't think Colts fans could handle another year to where we tank for a Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is going number one overall next year. We would have to damn near win one game, two games this whole season to be able to get Caleb Williams. So in all reality – this fan base can't take another uh, – Chris Ballard's seat's too hot to be able to take another tank season. Uh, Jim Ursay's not going to tank a whole another season. We're at a prime position to get a quarterback now. Um, when it comes to the bridge quarterback, I'll answer that real quick. We talked about that earlier. This is, this is my idea on it. I think I talked to Zach about it. It's pretty early this morning. Um, between the two, between Will Levis and between uh, Anthony Richardson – when it comes to bridging a quarterback, if we draft Will Levis, Will Levis is getting redshirted because that man's got too much mentally to develop. Um, I don't think I, I think he's got all the arm strength in the world. Um, I think his decision making is a little debatable, and I think his ball placement is probably the worst out of the quarterbacks in the NFL, in in the draft this this year. And when it comes to Anthony Richardson, I don't think you want to redshirt Anthony Richardson. A lot of people believe that mechanics don't fix overnight, and I understand that. People kept coming at my throat all week about it. Uh, but my take on that is mechanics develop with reps. And when you're only taking reps at practice, you're not getting hit. You're not getting pressured. You're not feeling those realistic reps that help you develop your footing. How are you able to properly break a sack and re-engage your footing to make a proper throw if you're not getting sacked? Anthony Richardson's that guy that can make the throws. He's good with decision-making. He's good with being able to run the ball if he has to. He can break out, make plays. He's not a guy you redshirt. He's a guy you let develop his his mechanics in-game as the season goes on. And it it just seem like you're going to see it as the season progresses that his mechanics are getting better and he's improving as a quarterback. This year is a developmental year. So if anybody thinks we're going to draft a quarterback this year and we're going to instantly go to the Super Bowl, you're nuts. You're smoking something, and I want some. But the thing is, is that 
this year's a developmental year. It's a developmental year for our head coach, who's a first-time head coach, <clears throat> developmental year for a whole offensive coaching staff, because a lot of these guys are in positions that they haven't been in yet. Um, it's a developmental year because of our scheme. So even our veterans are going to develop what they're going to need to do. So they're going to have to relearn a scheme, relearn a playbook, you know, develop their game. This year's a developmental year. So you you should just be ready for a, you know, like I said earlier, I, I got us between six and nine wins, most likely seven. Uh, if we get more than that, if we get a wild card, that's a successful season. If we get a one and done, that's a successful season. If we get eight wins and we go eight and nine, that's a successful season. That's to one me. in the fucking division, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's to <laughs> me, that's that's a successful season, no matter who we have under and and you know, and and if that's the case. Next year, that just puts Ballard in that position to where, hey, you need to kick it up a gear and you need to go ahead and bring in weapons for whatever rookie we have and build an offense around him so that, that we can go ahead and compete. That's what this year's for, to see how we go further. Yeah, and real quick, just to answer what Chad um, was asking here and to go off of what Matt said, um, first of all, you don't tank for a wide receiver. That'd be That'd be clueless to tank for a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, don't make as, any good, as, as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. is, you don't tank for a wide receiver. Um, secondly, yeah, just to build off on that set there. Um, uh, so obviously the the ranking would be CJ Stroud, um, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Levis, and, and the reason like I'm a Gators fan, so I I wouldn't necessarily say I have some bias here because me and Zach talked about this before. We we obviously thought it would be a reach to take. Um, Anthony Richardson at four before everything happened. We thought he'd go somewhere in between the eight to 15 range. This is where we saw him, what his talents was. He'd be a guy you'd look in to develop on top of what he can already do, big arm, mobility, and just let him grow. Um, now, in our current situation, me, I'm all in on taking Anthony Richardson if that's the guy that we have to choose from between him and Will Levis because at this point, at least with Anthony Richardson, even though that first year, like Matt said, is going to be a completely development year. So even if we win four to eight games, four to nine, somewhere in between there, this guy will bring excitement to your team. And so that's something that you could depend upon that we didn't have last year as a franchise. We had to watch this team barely score 13 points a game. Um, this brings a new level of excitement. Um, it brings a whole new level of, of passing ability that we didn't have last year. And then you just get to see a younger guy that we haven't seen in a while come in and play quarterback and look more lively for this team. Excitement, young guy. And I want to say he's one of the youngest guys in the draft. So you even have that much more time to work with this guy to develop him as a player, passer, and everything. And so that's where I'm at with that. And just like all the stuff that Matt described. I mean, I've seen this guy play. He's only played 13 games in college. So, I mean, there's only room for growth for him guys nowhere near his ceiling and think about our head coach who just came from working with a dual threat quarterback so, so uh, yeah and chad um <laughs> chad here says, so like zach said make those moves and save that extra cap for next season i agree with that the whole the whole point this season um is to develop what we have i don't think we're don't expect any splashes in free agency right we're not going to go out there we're not going to go sign you know fred warner if he gets released which i don't think he is i think it's uh Dude, if he gets a really released John Lynch needs shot. No, like, who just – some, 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 a big name linebacker just got released. Leonard Floyd. Bobby Wagner. Leonard oh. Floyd. Bobby Wagner's old. Um, 
But Leonard Floyd, you know, don't expect us to sign those type of guys. Don't us, don't expect us to go sign Juju. Don't expect us to go sign OBJ, things like that. Expect us to keep in who we have. Expect us to re-sign Chase, Chase McLaughlin, EJ Speed. Expect us to re-sign Paris, things like that. It's going to be a pretty boring offseason. I hope you all just expect that. Expect us to, to have a pretty boring offseason uh, when it comes to free agency. But where it's gonna be where it's gonna get fun is probably the draft most likely. Um, I think we all need to be realistic here. Um oh Chad said other fans were saying tank for yeah, Chad. When we get the when, man, I'm in all those other groups, bro, and I see all the nonsense these fans are saying, and it's just I even got into some people today. Half these people are just media readers, man, and then you just copy what the media says. None of these people have a thought for themselves. Um, I, and I'm not sitting here hating on the fan base because we're all family. Um, but a lot of people, they don't like to think for themselves. They like to see what other people say, and then they run with it, and they believe it. Like I got into it with a guy today who said Lamar Jackson is not a top-five quarterback when healthy. And that to me, that's insane. You're insane. Dude's a top-five winner in the history of the NFL. Now that's facts. Like, the dude wins games. He's got one of the highest winning percentages even when, you know, when top he's five. healthy. Top, top five. five. He's got a higher winning percentage than Patrick Mahomes. No, no. No, Mahomes the has a winning Mahomes, percentage. Oh, yeah, Mahomes is Does the he? Mahomes, Mahomes is the is highest. 80%. Lamar Jackson is number two. Uh, I think it was. I knew it was up there somewhere. Uh, but, yeah, you hear him. It's higher than – it's higher than Tom Brady. I know that. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is number Joe, five. Joe Montana and uh, Dan Marino. Yeah. And William, I agree. There is no big name free agent that's going to want to come here. And that's the thing. You guys got to be ready because we need to get that quarterback stability first. If if I'm if I'm looking future, there's going to be two quarterbacks in this draft that are going to be able to draw free agents to this team. C.J. Stroud, AR-15. Those are the two quarterbacks that are going to bring – free agents here after their rookie season. It's not going to happen this season. Next season's the season where you get ready to build. This season's the season of development. That's all it is. All you're doing is you're watching. You're hoping for a win every time, but you're watching you just to see, see what these what players you, are doing. You just want to see what you look like without a statue being your quarterback. Facts. Yeah, old like out of it. Zach, you want to chime in there? You got anything to say on this topic? I want you to fall asleep over there, buddy. I know. I'm I just sorry. Want I'm boring you, Zach. So I just want a solid quarterback play. Like my expectations are extremely low for the year. Though I mean, I'm a pessimist Colts fan anyway. Like y'all told me all year I had nothing positive to say. But I just want consistent improvement. You know, if they end up doing what they did with Kenny Pickett, I'll take it. Kenny Pickett sat the bench until he from his bye week. And then from his bye week on, each and every week he got vastly better. And all those day all those games that he sat. Where the reason they didn't make the playoffs. Right. In games that he could have right. developed. Absolutely. So if he does end up playing 18 games or 17 games, however many they play now, 17 games, Richardson ends up playing or Levis or whoever it is, whatever quarterback ends up playing under center for the Colts, I just want to see steady improvement. That's all. I'm going to be – yeah. Yep, facts. That's all. That's all I care about. I don't care about wins. I don't care about losses. I'm not concerned about a Pro Bowl. I don't give two, two monkey nuts about I don't care that. about Rookie of the Year, none of right. that. I'm, I'm right not in for awards. I just want to see, oh, he made the proper read, or, oh, he didn't throw it into double coverage. Oh, he threw a pick last time. This time he tucks it and runs. 
That's all I want to see. And as long as he's doing that, then that at the end of this season coming up, at the end of this season coming up, I'll feel better. And then I'll be like year two, load up, go get it, spin. I am I am going to say this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to answer Chad's uh, question from earlier. He asked if we were going to have a draft party. Um, that's something we're going to talk about on the side um, because I am actually thinking about this year for at least the first day uh, for dra- for round one uh, to at least have a draft party on round one because n- nobody cares about day three or four. Um, so maybe maybe day one, maybe day two. Um, if everyone's available, we'll have a draft party where we'll come live. I would love to absolutely have a draft party, but I'm pretty sure the draft does start on a third. What the hell is that? It's, it's my bad, bro. Anyway. Somebody just drove past my house acting fucking stupid. Um, I thought it was my headphones or something. No, um, but yeah, I would, I would love to do that. But the draft is on a Thursday, and I do work. So, but it's at like um, eight o'clock at night. Well, I'm five. It's a late five my time. Five your time. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, we'll, um, we'll, we'll talk about I, I definitely – either way, if we do it – We'll talk about I'm, being on I'm, here. I'll, I'm jump, I'll jump in. You guys will see me in my work clothes and whatnot. But, uh, Yo, I might take a vacation uh, day then. Because I'll probably be on – yeah, you might as well take a vacation <laughs> yeah. day, bud. You might take that Friday off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll be but, down. Um, I'll be down. But, yeah, uh, the answer to Chad's other question, he says off topic, but what the fuck is up with Daniel Jones' contract? I think that's crazy, to be completely honest. And here, here is why. I'm going to say it like this. Who's Daniel contract? Jones, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. There's only one quarterback in NFL history that has ever played more than 10 games in a season for multiple seasons and has thrown less touchdowns than games played, and that is Daniel Jones. You said only one? No, yeah, he's yeah, he's the only one. Mm. He's the only quarterback who's played more than ten games in every season, and has thrown less touchdowns than games played, including the season where he played sixteen games. He only threw fifteen touchdowns. That makes me depressed about my career path. But that's the market, million man. Like, no, that's not the market. That's the quarterback market that, that he's in. Unfortunately, the average, yeah. you know, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's not because look at the average. No, you if you who, look hold at on, the, hold on. Do you know who's getting paid the average right now? Do you know Lamar who's Jackson, average? 32. 32 right. million is the average. That's yeah, not right. the 40 mil is not the market. Right, but that's the market that he's in. He got that that contract because how exacerbated the quarterback market is. That's why I think they need to cap the quarterback market. They could have easily paid that man 29 mil, 30 mil and let that man walk. 30 hey, mil is drastically different than 40. I would have let him walk, but that's you, why he got an agent. His agent know, he, did his job, gets a gold star. You, you know in 2023 he's getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes? Yeah. I mean, that's a shit show. Yeah. By by about 4 mil, he's getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes took a friendly yes. deal and somehow got a half a million dollars. Now, they're, million. now they're, their average salary, Patrick Mahomes is still making more by average salary, but this season he's going Daniel Jones is going to make more. See, and I, I do, get, and I, I, and I want to say that I guarantee Giants will not make the playoffs. See, I do get what you're saying there, Matt, about that whole contract situation. I do get the other side of it as well, though, because it's like if you don't pay Daniel Jones, what ends up becoming your option? Then you end up with a quarterback who may potentially not even be in the you, middle you, tier. Here's here's how I'll say it because the way the situation went, they literally looked like Tennessee Titans. Tennessee. Did not pay Derrick Henry as much as he should have been paid. Instead, they paid Tannehill. 
and they well, literally they paid, they paid they, them both. but they paid Tannehill more. They gave they gave Derrick Henry a pay cut to pay Tannehill. I remember that whole situation that went down. Derrick Henry took a pay cut so that Ryan Tannehill could get paid. They should have paid Saquon Barkley and franchise tagged Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think they wanted to uh, franchise or to pay Daniel Jones because of the bigger number. Yeah, their yeah. GM's a former Colt front office executive, that bean kid. So he's not going to pay running back. It just it still just doesn't make sense to. Oh, pay he wants Daniel to pay Jones Saquon too. Him. Yeah, no, really? I, I get what you're saying, Matt. I think the the thing for me is just like you don't want to be stuck in a quarterback limbo. So you know, it's like I think that maybe they figure they're better off with a quarterback that they're familiar with to keep rolling on. I mean, I get it's that. Like, it's like a lot of the conversation that these people on TV that the media keeps having about Dak Prescott, and it's like, oh, are the Cowboys gonna move on and blah blah blah? And it's like, well, why move on? And then who's you get better? Stuck Somebody, yes, exactly. I'm not it's saying like move on from No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying like how the media drives it. They make it seem like these quarterbacks, you can just throw them out the door when they show you that they can be, you know, somewhat average to good. And it's like, why just kick them out the door when it's like, if you're looking for a quarterback, you're in that purgatory of not being good. There's not too many teams good without. I'm gonna, players. I'm gonna answer Mark real quick too, because Mark says Daniel Jones is getting better every year, and they will make yeah. the playoffs. Daniel Jones has not gotten better every year. He got better with Dayball as head coach, bro. That's facts. Go look at, it, go look at his stats. It's facts. He has not gotten. I mean, better. his his stats, his stats would say the same, but his yeah, play but with Dayball as head coach, his, he's making his better reads, smarter decisions. It hasn't changed. His turnovers. His turnovers, yeah, his turnovers gone down. His turnovers to touchdown flipped. Yeah, is, yeah, is what they're going off of. Yeah. he was like, he was like, twelve interceptions and like fourteen fumbles every year, to flipping it to like I think he had like five interceptions and like fifteen touchdowns. So he was like he split. went he went twenty four and twelve his first year, right? That's a two point six, and then he went eleven and ten in two in twenty twenty. Got worse. And then he went ten and seven, and then fifteen and five. It's 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 almost damn near exactly the same. It's all around the two, the two point oh interception percentage. Yeah, he has not gotten really, any better, bro. Just that's average. What I was it was three to one, this year. but he hasn't three, three to one this year. He's the definition he of average. Three, he was at a three point two touchdown percentage and a one point one interception. That is why he got paid because he doesn't. No, he's average. But that's not. But that's if not you can be Alex Smith, him. you're going to get paid. No, you cannot pay a guy for playing 16 games and throwing 15 touchdowns and five interceptions. You don't do that. I don't, Normally, I don't care. I don't care. For there, sure. There's no, there's no that, hold on. There's hey, no justification his, here. There's his none. agent gets a gold star for being a yeah, The situation? You what do you, don't what do, you do in that situation? Jones? You franchise tag Daniel Jones. You pay Saquon Barkley, bro. That's only, you're only, paying him more money to franchise tag him than you are yearly. Can I you know? And, can I finish? And you're, paying, and you're paying Saquon sixteen. No, million. you're not because because the franchise tag is less than forty mil. No, but Saquon wants sixteen million or more. But yeah. Saquon, pay, and that's pay Saquon that big money. And yes, then give Daniel Jones. because the only reason Daniel Jones was better this season was not because of who was calling plays. It was because his running back was healthy for once. 
That's difficult, I mean, man. Because I no, mean, that's not difficult. That's simple. Because it's the same as it's the same as when we have JT. Our offense was thriving when JT was healthy. When he's not healthy, our offense doesn't do anything. The Giants are the same way. They're built to run. They're not built for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is quarterback not, every year. Daniel Jones is not a forty million dollar <laughs> quarterback. I agree with that. Saquon, I, don't, Saquon Barkley, I don't disagree with that. Saquon Barkley, healthy, earned his contract. Mm-hmm. But you don't pay running backs in today's NFL. You just don't. No, you don't. I don't. Everyone else in the I NFL don't. does. You don't. The Titans <laughs> fucked up and paid Derrick Henry, and you can see how bad that contract looks now. Why? They're about to like, trade them, and they're going to come up. They're okay, going to so, come up. So, so, like so, shit smells like roses. So say they paid them the $37 million that, that Geno Smith got. But yeah. Geno Smith's deal is different because after, after his first year, that deal falls way the hell off and is super team friendly. Daniel Jones' deal is not like that. It's not no. even the, Daniel any Jones, remotely close like that. Daniel Jones' contract is not team friendly whatsoever. Right. Right, Daniel Jones got paid like a franchise QB, and that dude is, is the major, definition listen, of average. He's he's making forty mil a year. That's base salary. He's getting thirty five mil on incentives plus a yeah. signing bonus. I just still uh, Geno Smith. Too much. It's too it, Geno Smith now, is one so, year. So if you can't if you, if you and he doesn't sign it, then what are you doing at quarterback if he decides to hold out? That's Daniel Jones. You can fucking walk. I don't give a fuck. You're a 15.5 fucking quarterback. I don't give a fuck. You can walk. You are Alex Smith. You can walk. We didn't make the playoffs. You can walk. Guess what? I'm trading two first round. No, picks Giants made the playoffs. Me. Hold on. I'm I'm going. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Guess what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead and trade two first round picks and I'm gonna get me Lamar Jackson because he's worth more than 40 mil a fucking year. Yeah, I don't argue with the with the the fact that Daniel Jones got paid, I look at it like the market is the reason why Daniel Jones got paid. It's not. It's not though because the average is because how ridiculous contracts have gotten for quarterbacks. This is this is what I'm arguing. This is what I'm arguing because everybody's arguing that this is the market. It's not the market. He just upped the market. He literally just upped the market. The market was thirty two mil. Average right. thirty-two mil is right. the market. That is what he deserves. Yeah, but you're hearing Philadelphia is going to pay, going to yeah. pay Hurts somewhere like fifty-three million. You hear Cincinnati, and he went to a Super Burrow. Bowl. Absolutely, he you get right here, Joe Burrow. Absolutely, yeah, you hear Joe Burrow get something like fifty-five million. Yeah, so, but we're arguing. We're arguing different. Joe Burrow went to a what, Super Bowl. <laughs> Zach, right. Zach is saying Zach is saying the QB market is getting up to that point where everybody is getting these but, huge deals. Right. Matt, what you're saying is you're saying his his salary, what it's calling for, is lower than what he has shown that he should be getting paid for. You're basically saying that 15 and five that he threw, like, okay, yeah, you earned your money, but your money is like 27 million a year. Yes. Not 40. Yes. Right. Yeah. I but don't disagree with that. And then, and then my and then my argument against the QB market. I understand the QB market's gonna increase. Daniel Jones should not be the quarterback to increase the market. market. Right. Yeah. I don't that disagree is with my that. argument. Yes, Daniel I don't Jones disagree should with have that. gotten paid. He's a franchise quarterback for the New York Giants, and he is he's slightly improved this year. So and it shows that Daniel he has potential Jones, to improve further. If, but if not Daniel Jones don't throw if Daniel Jones don't throw 
27 plus touchdowns next year. He ain't earned his money. Facts. Right. I don't disagree with that, but I think that the overall quarterback market has gotten so oversaturated that if the NFL itself doesn't put a cap on that position, you're going to see guys making $200 million contracts that don't earn it. And Daniel Jones is the first example of a guy who should be getting paid $27 million a year max. All I see is all I see is a team that panicked. Yeah, because if Daniel Jones is getting $40 million, I guess Lamar Jackson needs $60 million. Facts. 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 I'd pay him more. I would pay Lamar $80 million a year, bro. He'd get you an MVP and you're consistently in the AFC Championship game with a quarterback like him. Well, he hasn't made an AFC Championship game, so I wouldn't say that. Yeah, me either. If you <laughs> add the weapons and give him the weapons, absolutely. You're a consistent threat. You can't. For you can't. You can't because you just paid him $80 million, so he ain't got nobody. It's just him and his money. <laughs> it's just him and his money. I'll Fair be his enough. running back. I'll be his running back. You're his offensive lineman, and Matt's his. I'll receiver. take it. Fair enough. I'll take <laughs> it. Hey, hey, I got hands. Here we come. I got hands. I can't run routes, but I got hands. All right. Make <laughs> sure you roll low though, because I'm tall. I'm five eight. Came, all right. Came in late. Came in late. What's up, Tristan? Oh, but yeah, man, that that'll be his offense since he's uh wanting eighty million. Man, they gotta Chad, um. Chad enjoyed it. It was coming eventually. Where was Damon at in this time? Yeah, this was more of a uh a understanding debate, not not a not a going at each other debate. <laughs> Probably because it wasn't. No, about the I, I understood Matt's what he was talking about, but at the same time, the only reason I believe thoroughly believe that Daniel Jones got what he got was. His agent gets a gold star oh, because Daniel Jones, does, Daniel Jones doesn't deserve that contract at all. Now, that's what Geno Smith do? Yeah, I don't see why. I, I don't see why. I feel like if I was a quarterback, I'm going to hire Deshaun Watson's agent because the money he got him, <laughs> I need that guy. I don't think anybody wants right. to work with Deshaun Watson's agent hey, anymore. I need I need Deshaun Watson to negotiate my contracts in the army. Like, get me paid, bud. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Get me some money. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, oh, what happened to um? Who who's uh the the college guy that's usually in here? Big on college. Who's that? He didn't come in. Jordan. Come. Jordan. He's yeah, not Jordan. here. Jordan. Kibby. Kibby. Right. Yeah. Hey, I'm miss gonna, Jordan. I might message him. Um, you're missing next week, right? Next week's your kid's uh birthday party. Yes. All right. So we'll probably we'll, take we'll see. We'll see how we're working that out. I think we might be celebrating on Sunday. So hey, try to try to let me know by like Wednesday so I know I when you. to schedule the, the show so we can figure out because I'm trying I want to have everybody on for the next war room because we're yes, William it. Matt is active duty. Him and Trev. Yeah, well, uh, me and Trev, um, we're both active duty. Trev is a Cav Scout. Uh, I'm field artillery, so uh Trev does like the uh the recon and I just blow shit up for a living. So Nice. Oh yeah, Chad. That was a um. That was a legit debate there about the the Andrew Luck when that one got that one got heated. Cause I don't. I, I hate when people want to compare people. I don't to Andrew Luck, that. man. That was the one that. You know I compared said, Herbert to Andrew Luck. Yeah, Herbert to Andrew Luck, and he blew yeah. my top off. <laughs> yeah, I come say that oh, no, Herbert no, no, no. is the most talented. I was with Herbert. The most talented was, yeah, quarterback. Yeah, he said that until they realized you were. Agreeing. Yeah, me and Zach weren't debating. Everybody else was debating with me and Zach. Yeah. Me and Zach were on the same page for once. Yeah, Herbert's Normally the most talented no, quarterback. I think that was just us three. 
Uh, so I've been stationed at Schofield Barracks, Hawaii, uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Fort Bliss, Texas, uh, JBLM, Washington. And right now I'm down here recruiting in Dallas, uh, actually Frisco to be exact. So I'm actually right here in Dallas Cowboys territory. I work about five minutes out from uh, the star, which is the Dallas Cowboys headquarters. Um, I've seen Ezekiel Elliott rolling around here kind of in flip flops and a hoodie and shorts in the mall, just kind of walking. Yeah, he drives a Ferrari, and he definitely can't Bro, fit in that thing. So. Why did Dallas restructure everybody except Zeke? <laughs> I think Zeke's gone. Do you, do you want him on your team? He's like, yeah, but dude, I can't. Like, no need now. No exactly. need. So why not try and get some of that money? You know, Zeke's gone. Sure. I think Zeke's leaving Dallas. No, they want to keep him, dude. I'm like, what mm. the hell, bro? I'm willing to Urban bet. Mark. On the Urban Meyer worked him to death in college, and then his first two years in the league, all they did was run the ball. And Poor Will, dudes looking like Earl Campbell. Will, I'm sorry that you were stationed at Fort Polk. Uh, I spent one month there, and that place is the worst place I've ever been to in the Army. Um, yeah, Jerry Jones going to keep that place. Yeah, funny story. Uh, one day I was walking in the mall uh, trying to recruit some people, and I was with uh, my buddies – um, my one buddy Hendo, and then uh, a couple of National Guard recruiters. Uh, we kind of, we're we don't work together, but we kind of help each other out. And we were just kind of talking in the in the food court of Stonebriar Mall down here in Frisco. And Zeke walked by, and my buddy was like, "Yo, is that Zeke?" I was like, I turned around, I said, "No, nah, man, that dude's too fat." <laughs> Zeke turns around and no shit, it's fucking Zeke. And he was like, "Am I fat?" I was like, "Oh." You look a little bit funny. <laughs> Don't beat me up. <laughs> look like you got to stop eating them cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. Good times, man. Good times. Whew. He didn't take a picture with us, but he definitely took a picture with the other National Guard recruiters. He just would not take a picture with me. He's not happy that I called him fat. Well, that's no big loss. Like, he's probably no. fat anyway. So, like, he looked it. I'll tell you what. He definitely looked it in person. Like, he looks fat. Yeah. How tall is he? Like, 5'4? Tall. Five, no, five, he's nine, tall. I think five, he, he, I think he's taller than that. Like five nine. I'm I'm gonna look it up, but in person he looked like he was at least six foot. Oh, I thought he was like five nine. Might be five eleven, something like that. Yeah, that was my guy for the first few years he was in the league, dude. I, I just remember six foot. Zeke is six foot, yeah. Him and Ohio State, he was a monster. I mean yeah, I mean, even when he first came into the league, boy, he was running over linebacker. <laughs> I, I used to like, like that. He he oh, reinvented man. he reinvented the hurdle. Yeah, he did. His career sucked as soon as he jumped in the uh the bucket. Yeah, once, once he jumped in the bucket and started doing the whole cereal meme or whatever the hell it is, his career went downhill. Facts, one hundred percent agree. <laughs> That when you play for the Dallas Cowboys, you're destined to suck ass. I don't know, man. DeMarco Murray had his best seasons there. That was my guy too, DeMarco Murray. Until yeah. he went to Tennessee, and then I was like, <laughs> but he was, he was good trash. Well, Philadelphia is a primarily running team. They've always been a primarily running team. Yeah, but Chip Kelly them. made him look like a god in Philly. Now, Chip Kelly's trash. That's he had true. Mike Vick. Not with that Oregon Ducks team, man. Them Oregon yeah, Ducks he made Marcus Mariota look like 
competent. That boy, Deion Thomas back in the day went crazy. <laughs> Marcus Mariota went what, number two overall? Yeah. yeah. I still don't know. That's free the first agent. overall pick. Yeah, both of them free agents. <laughs> no, Jameis got told to either restructure his contract with New Orleans or they were going to release him by Wednesday. He's going to be released by Wednesday. He don't want to be Famous Jameis Crab Legs Winston. There's no, I mean, I don't understand it because Derek Carr's just going to go there. Derek Carr's going to go to the Saints and only take them to about week 17 anyway, and then they're going to be done. I don't know, man. His interception falling over. Hey, sometimes all a guy does is get pissed off at his team and then go out and play like this season after, plays with his hair on fire. I mean, go cry at the podium. Yeah, like I'm not necessarily the big Derek Derek Carr fan, but I mean, if Russell Westbrook has an MVP season, Derek Carr can have an MVP season. So hey, Russell Westbrook, anything is possible, bro. He got the most NBA history. Matt Ryan had an MVP season. Oh, that needs to go to uh, Kyle Shanahan. I don't count that as Matt Ryan. He needs to give that to Kyle Shanahan, like. Hey, Matt, Matt hand, hand that over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Kyle Shanahan's. All right, everyone. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and cut that a wrap tonight. Um, it's, it was a good show. Definitely a good show. We had a good fun time talking about free agents, talking about quarterbacks, talking about different draft prospects, because um, all we've literally talked about has been quarterbacks. So we'll let you all know by Wednesday because uh, DeMarco is going to let us know on what he's doing on Saturday because well, we are going to start our war room, restart our war room. Um, because of the trade, we decided we are going to go ahead and redo round one right of, on, our, of our mock draft. So we want everybody here. Hopefully Trev will be here. Trev said he was going to be in the comments, but he lied. So I guess we're going to have to go talk about fire and Trev. But, um, <laughs> nice. No, nah, I'm just joking. We ain't nice. fire Trev. I'm, fire Trev. I'm just so used to not having him on the show. He's pretty much a guest when he comes on now. <laughs> hey, we should make him put guest. Guest. Uh, I'm doing it. Head. I'm doing it next time he's on. The, the, the under his name headline. Why does my is name keep changing? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we'll let y'all know about Wednesday. Uh, we, should, we should hopefully be able to do a show on Saturday because I don't like weekends where we don't do a show. Um. But, yeah, everybody, appreciate y'all coming out, man. We had some fun in these comments tonight, everybody. Uh, Will, appreciate you coming in. Tristan, always. Chad, always. Mark, welcome to the show. Uh, Devin, Steelers fan, but you're always welcome. Bring your friends. Don't care what fan they are. They're always welcome to come here. As the offseason. Everybody else back that missed tonight. I'm out. Yeah. I do care what fans you bring in here. It best not be a Patriot fan. Yeah, no no Pats. Yeah, no Pats fans. They They can go eat. Seven penises for all I care. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm right but, with Zach on that one. No pass fans. Get out no right. pass fans. But, right. but, just a, but we'll give you guys a little a little rundown of what we what we have planned. So we're gonna do the war room now since we just did our off season. So we're gonna do the war room leading up to the draft. Once the draft is complete, we're gonna go ahead and the the uh, schedules should probably be released around that time frame. Uh, what we typically do during the offseason is we do our own full NFL, not just Colts. We do a full NFL schedule prediction. Zach remembers we did this back, I believe, in 2019 and 2020. Um, it took a few weeks, but we did it. 
Um, we predicted all the way up to the Super Bowl. So it was good times. It was fun. So if you are a fan of a team that's not the Colts, bring your friends out because your input is going to drastically matter when those times come because we're going to be debating and voting on teams on who we think are going to win those games. It's going to be fun, man. And then we're going to go ahead after that and cut down the roster from the 90 that we start out to to the 53, probably starting with Ashton Doolin. Just kidding. It's probably not going to start with Ashton Doolin this time. He actually last, didn't sign to the roster. Yeah, last time last time we did the 53-man roster, we cut Ashton Doolin, and we're kicking ourselves in the ass three he's years later. first cut. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was the first, first one cut, and he was a, actually made the team. And I was like, wow. And, and you should see our group chat on game day. Normally, we're always typing, Doolin! <laughs> <laughs> but all right, everybody. We hope everybody has a good night. I look forward to uh, getting this offseason kicking and going. And new league year starts this week. So get ready for the new league year because it's my New Year's Eve, baby. We'll Let's go. Go Colts. Always. Bye. Bye. He is going to drop the throw. Fires deep along the right sideline for Alec, Alec Pierce. Pierce. He's got it. Touchdown! Touchdown! Alec Pierce spikes it into the end zone. Touchdown! I-N-D-Y! A 32-yard grab over the shoulder snag.